Welcome, I'm Kim, host of Book Marketing Mania, and I'm so thrilled you're tuning in today as my special guest is my sweet friend and client, Amy Debrick. Amy hosts the Life on Purpose podcast. She's the co-author of Embolden, Brave Steps to Help You Conquer Fears and Insecurities. She's also a confidence coach and just one of the most special women who has such a huge heart to serve. Amy and I share a passion for podcasting and building relationships, and when we met last year in person at the Spark Christian Podcasters Conference, it was such a joy to get to know her better and see how she puts her faith and family first with her two beautiful daughters traveling with her, one of which is her co-author. How cool is that? Amy invited me to guest on her Life on Purpose podcast to serve her listeners and share about podcasting breaks, and I'll put the link in the show notes for you. And now she's here to serve y'all, as I know many of you have fears around getting behind the mic as a host or a guest, or taking the steps to grow your show as a podcast guest, or inviting guests onto your own show. Or maybe that's just me. (laughs) Amy's sharing four ways to overcome your podcasting fears, how podcasting as a host and guest has helped her build relationships, which have turned into some really cool collaborations with benefits that far exceeded marketing her book. You are in for a treat today, so let's get to it. Hey, Amy, welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm so thrilled you're here today to serve my listeners. Hey, Kim. I am thrilled to be here. Of course, we've been chatting for (laughs) way too long before (laughs) hitting record here because of all the things in addition to your uh, marketing mania strategies that are just, you know, priceless. You know, we have so many other ways that we connect outside of that. But so it's a thrill to be here. Yeah, so fun. I wanted to just dive in, Amy, as you know, a confidence coach and someone that has been podcasting, you know, both as a host and a guest for a while. I would love for you just to kind of talk through some ways that our listeners can kind of overcome fears that, I mean, I know I I still face them and you probably do too, of just, you know, getting behind the mic as a host or a guest. Just how can you overcome those fears and just really embrace that, you know, God's given you a message to share? That's a great question. I think uh, the first thing that I always try to encourage women with when that seems to be a stumbling block and holding us back because it's very common. Like Mm -hmm. you said, we all deal with it at one time or another, but I think it's a matter of really kind of flipping our self-talk, right? When we become overwhelmed or we feel insecure, especially in a space where there's seasoned podcasters, right? And, you know, ones that are really popular and you're kind of just starting in that, um, it's easy to shrink back Mm -hmm. and just feel like, you know, I can't do this. And so I always say, why don't we flip that and start small? So instead of saying, I can't just fire up this, you know, most downloaded podcast, how about we switch that to how can I? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I think it's really important to start from the beginning. So how can I maybe um, establish some relationships with current podcasters that I actually like, that I listen to, or, you know, and you're doing this all the time, Kim, you know, picking people that actually where you find like either that you like the content or the length of their podcast, something that's mm-hmm. drawing you in, how can you glean from that person? So maybe start networking first, reaching out, asking some questions. Um, how can you do that? Well, that's simple. You know, like I said, you can just maybe message them on IG. You can mm-hmm. hire somebody like you to actually get those connections flowing. 
once you start doing that, then all of a sudden the process doesn't become so daunting. Mm -hmm. And then little by little that confidence builds. And next thing you know, it's how can I, you know, get the right mic. And again, maybe it's just a matter of networking, asking what what's worked for you. What do you like about it? What, what don't you like about this mic? And then finally you're, you're in that mode. You just record the first one. You, you practice run it. How can I do a recording? Mm -hmm. Um, whether Spotify or whatever the platform is. It's a matter of starting, how can I ask these questions and then really get to that point where I'm hitting record? And, and you do, and you will, and it and it will still feel scary, trust mm-hmm. me, yeah. that first time that you put it out there. But after that, and after you've established some like rooted connections, um, it gets easier. And, and then you feel encouraged by it. And then next thing you know, because you think, you know, the other fear and I'm sure you've run into this with other podcasters is they feel like, well, who would even be on my show? Yeah. Well, and I think yeah. that the, the thing with that is, okay, well, so how can I be the source of this podcast? Mm-hmm. So maybe initially you're doing your own. Maybe you, you have content that you want to share. And beyond that, once you've made these connections, then you just start asking, you know, would you like to be on my podcast or do you want to swap podcasts, mm-hmm. whatever? And And you've mentioned these strategies right along, but I really think that the beginning part is just flipping that self-talk and starting, like I said, small. Don't don't just, you know, go out and 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 buy everything and then feel overwhelmed. Do one piece at a time and then it, that slow build will get you to putting that podcast out. Yeah. Yeah. That's such great advice. I talk to so many people that say like, well, when I get this, like when I get the great expensive podcast spike, I'll start a podcast or when, you know, these things. And it's like, oh, no, you just need to get going, right? <laughs> you just need to get started because you'll get better at it. And you might, I always hesitate to, you know, recommend like go out and get some expensive mic because what if you hate podcasting? You know, like you may get behind the mic and be like, I do not want to do this. And then you've spent all this money on an expensive mic. So, um, yeah, just definitely get some some practice under your belt. So Amy, and I know you talk about this on your own podcast a lot, but will you kind of talk about what it means to kind of affirm your value when it comes to podcasting? Because I know, like you said, we might be a little fearful about, you know, um, getting behind the mic, getting started as a host or a guest, but also maybe, you know, maybe even like reaching out to guests to be on our show um, or just, you know, hitting record for the first time. Like maybe you're just kind of questioning, is anybody really going to listen to this message that I feel like I need to share? Yeah. Well, I think that you are what you think about yourself. And I think that's Mm -hmm. really important. I think it's really important to remember that we all have a unique purpose, that we all have something um, special to share. And I think once we can lock into that, even though we'll still have insecurities and fear doing it, I think that helps build the confidence to put that out there and, and to put out the content that needs to. Because I think the biggest thing is we fall into that comparison mode and then we undervalue um, what it is that we should really be affirming about ourselves. You know, we have a, everybody has a a story. Everybody has a purpose. And if you remind yourself of that, um, I think that that really kind of will translate into what your message is and actually putting it out there. You know, I think a lot of times we shrink back. We don't think that um, ours maybe will be as good as somebody else's Mm -hmm. or we don't, our content or our story isn't as important, but you just don't know who's on the other end listening to that. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the other thing we have to remember. So, you know, when we're affirming who we are, we have to remember there's somebody maybe similar 
to us, similar that really could hear the story, but we all have so much to offer in the, and it's such a big platform and a, and a big space. And we feel like we're kind of this, this tiny little voice, but mm-hmm. you just don't know. And I think it's also important to remember that. And I always try to do this for whatever it is that I'm starting or doing is that you need to just kind of hyper-focus on the one person, mm-hmm. the one person that really needs to hear your message and remember that they're enough. And once you do that, it kind of does affirm what you have to offer because you remember that you were once that person Mm -hmm. and now you're able to speak some life and some courage and confidence into them. And so I really hope that people remember that um, you don't have to look like or sound like, or like you said, have the same equipment as the woman next to you. You just have to have the confidence in yourself to know that what you have to share is worth it because it Mm -hmm. always is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. And yeah, it's it's so easy yeah, to fall into that comparison trap. And when you see other shows that, of course, have been doing it for a lot longer, you know, or even if it's a new show, maybe they have, you know, brought their own platform to the show. And it's just, yeah, it's so easy to compare in podcasting or anything, book writing, right? Book marketing, anything. But um, yeah, just staying true to, to who we are. I love that. Just learning how to affirm your value. What about the other thing I know you talk a lot about to your clients and students is embracing the awkward. So mm-hmm. can you give us kind of some steps for that? Because I know it can be really awkward right to get behind a mic and especially if you're recording a solo podcast you don't feel like you're talking to anybody um mm-hmm. or just you know maybe through your interviews you may feel a little awkward about asking you know someone questions just do you have any tips on how we can kind of embrace that awkward well i mean the best way to really embrace it is to kind of just put yourself in that situation and and allow yourself to to feel it you know what i mean i i think you know i always try to even tell my kids this it's like um, you're not going to grow in your comfort zone. And so every time you can do something and you don't have to start huge. So I, I guess that would be the real, the first step is to do start small, start small with something out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be just uh, making a phone call. So like, obviously you and I have a professional and personal relationship now, but maybe you need to take that. Uh, the first courageous step is to hire somebody to, mm-hmm. to help you out. That all these little steps are really what kind of build confidence to something bigger and greater. And I think that that's the thing. I think sometimes we step into things when we're we're talking about embracing our, you know, the awkward is we have to make some grand gesture. You don't because what's going to be a a grand gesture or feel like a grand gesture to you is going to feel and look different to me. Mm -hmm. But we have to just acknowledge, okay, what is the first step that feels awkward that I could possibly either need some help with or, or get support with or something like that and tackle that and then move on from there. So again, I I think a lot of times when we're doing things, um, when we hear those words, embracing the awkward, it feels like it has to be, you know, I'm going to quit my job and just Mm -hmm. do podcasting. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe it's just, this is going to be a side hustle. This is going to be for me until I figure out the next step. Or like you said, you may love it. You may hate it. It may flourish. It may not do anything. But what's more important is you took the courageous step to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you for the next thing, the next building step for whatever that looks like in your life. And it might not even have to do with pro- something professional, it might not have to do with writing or podcasting or speaking. It may be something entirely different. But the more times we embrace the awkward, I think that people don't realize how it affects your whole life um, in in every single way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Um, and I know something else that you talk about along those same lines of, you know, affirm your value, embrace the awkward. And then something else you're a big advocate for is just, you know, acknowledging small wins. Mm-hmm. So can you can you give us some tips on just making sure we do take the time to kind of stop along the way and acknowledge those small wins that we're taking in podcasting? Yeah. And I I mean, honestly, uh, like I said, with the other stuff, a small win uh, might look different from Mm -hmm. the woman next to you. And so that's why I always say it's important to acknowledge it. Maybe a small win for you today is after hearing this interview, you start going through on social media podcasts that you actually like or authors that you like that you maybe would like to have on a podcast someday Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And that's your small win and say, gosh, you know, I, I made this list. This is what I did today or you know, a couple of days or whatever, that was my goal. And I did it. And now maybe it's reaching out and and having this, you know, email that you're creating that you want to send out to these people and and you're doing that. And that's a small win because Mm -hmm. it's something that you, you didn't do yesterday or something that you hadn't had done, but it's, it's working toward a greater goal. Mm -hmm. And so every time we're making those steps, that's actually a small win. It doesn't have to be, it's not a win until I get a a successful podcast and, you know, this high level speaker on there or high level author or whatever the case is. The win is every time you're, you're committed and following through with whatever the goal is. And it's not always has to be, um, look like some big success story. The success is the fact that you're doing it and completing it. And you're, you're, you're making those brave steps consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Just keep moving forward consistently and being brave at what you do because you have affirmed your value. I love these three, you know, affirm your value, embrace the awkward and acknowledge small wins. So let's talk about how you've done that, Amy, with Laugh on Purpose. Can you talk about how you have, you know, embraced podcasting? Because I know you've done it for, I don't know how many, you probably know off the top of your head, how many episodes you've been at it for a while, how right. that's helped you, you know, build your audience um, and market your book or your coaching services. Yeah. Well, I mean, podcasting, honestly, is something every once in a while, and I think every podcaster I've talked to, they get to a point and they're like, should I still be podcasting? (laughs) And the reason we don't give it up, I will tell you this, is because it is so Mm life-giving. The relationship building, the connection, there's nothing like it. And I think, you know, I've contributed to a lot of different uh, magazines and, you know, written for Darling and done a few other things and speaking, you know, that's obviously more of an in-person, but podcasting, I feel like you, you have this relationship with people. You, you get to know a little bit deeper level of their story. Speaking, it's like, it's just your story being shared, Mm -hmm. but podcasting, there's something different about it. There's a, a different exchange. And even when I'm interviewing somebody, I feel like both people are winning and the same is true for like when, when they're interviewing me, it's like, I'm always left with, gosh, that's, there's such an incredible story. That's just an amazing. And I, there's always growth there because you're learning every single time you're speaking with somebody. And it's just something that I have found so life-giving that it's been a really a huge impact, I think, in all my other ministries and especially with life on purpose, letting it grow. You and I have talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, now I'm starting to do retreats. Mm -hmm. I would have never even considered that before. And I think it's because now I've just developed these relationships with women through these interviews where I feel like I have, I know a part of their more personal story and there's nothing greater than that for, for vulnerability and, and to really connect with somebody just more than showing up and just giving your story. 
You know, I, I mean, it's really made a huge difference. I think it has helped me affirm my value in what my purpose is. It always brings me back. Um, it always helps me embrace the awkward because you never know. Sometimes you're meeting these women for the first time when you're either interviewing them or they're interviewing you. Mm-hmm. And so, but every time I put myself in those situations, it's um, it's definitely helped me thrive in in multiple ways, whether it's the way I communicate and I'm learning by listening from them, um, for sure. But podcasting has really, I think, changed the game for me um, more than just in a professional field, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's so many benefits to it that um, that we don't realize. But yeah, I love that you're you really focused on the life giving aspect of it, and just you know, it is just a service for sure, and and it just blends over to so many other things. And I know you've done a lot as a host, but you've also been on a lot of podcasts as a guest. And I know we've talked about this, just the relationships that come out of that sometimes far exceed any goal you might have had for, you know, being a guest on a podcast. So talk a little bit about that, Amy, just like what your experience has been with guesting on podcast and, you know, has there been any unexpected results of it because of the relationships with the host or maybe something that's came out of, you know, once the episode aired? Definitely. I mean, well, you've been my strategist for a few years now, and I mean, I cannot recommend that enough. And I, and the reason that is, is because sometimes you just don't know, like you said, what the relationship after is going to be. You think it's just this isolated interview and nine times out of 10, it's not. Um, people are thinking about you without, without you even realizing it after the fact of, oh, they might be a good fit for this. They might be a good fit for that. And I, it was funny because I was getting ready to write a, a newsletter this week. And I was thinking about in terms of the terminology and perspective that sometimes we use. And this just made me think of it when you asked that. I was talking with some women and this one woman was saying, you know, with all the things going on, we're recording this around back to school time, but the overwhelm and her feeling buried. And another woman in the group said, well, are you buried or are you planted? Mm, And I think that there's really something to be said for that. And I feel like even with podcasting, sometimes we think, like I said, this is just an isolated, you know, interview, but is it because most of the time I think it's rooted in something deeper and Mm -hmm. something is actually uh, growing under the surface that we just haven't seen flourish yet. Mm -hmm. And so a perfect example of that is you connected me with Jennifer Ford Berry. Her podcast now is called Make Room. She used to be the 29 minute mom. Mm -hmm. And it was probably three months after we had the interview. She sent me an email and said, hey, I'm looking to form a very small, intimate mastermind group. And uh, I loved our conversation. And I just think you would be a great fit. You know, what do you think about it? And so she's like, pray about it and, you know, get back to me. And I did. And I ended up joining it. I At first Mm -hmm. I was reluctant, but I thought, you know, I feel like this might be a little God nudge here that I need to follow up with. And uh, so there was myself, Jennifer, and there were two other women that I had never met before. And we all connected. And within two years, we are hosting together collectively um, the Focus Retreat, which will have already happened when this airs. And so again, just another connection that I would have never uh, had, had I not met her. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I do think that when you are starting out, and this is just my personal opinion, I would hire like Kim doing this. It it really is a priceless a way to start into the industry is getting these connections. Um, that was really a game changer for me is having these new connections. And that's, like I said, what 
brought this uh, four four of us in this mastermind group, and then again, you know, two years down the road, creating this uh, retreat for women, I would have never had that because um, you know you're solely going off of just which is fine initially of the people you know, but mm-hmm. when you get in a position, if you can, to hire it out to really somebody who's doing that work and and finding perfect fits for you, mm-hmm. which is I think is your sweet spot. Um, it does make a huge difference. And that has been, that's like the the most recent, but there's been multiple other things, but that's probably been the biggest unexpected, uh, just wonderful thing that has come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to definitely talk some more about that here in a second, Amy, but I just want to give a shout out that you're really good at, I think something we don't think about with these podcast, well, our podcast episodes period, I guess, as a host, but also especially as a guest is the kind of the content it generates for you to go and then use, you know, like it's, it's not just this one and done episode. Like I know you kind of spread yours out on social media and you also give them a shout out in your newsletter, but it's like, it's a piece of content that just takes you moving forward in your content plan. And, and I love that. And I know throughout, um, you know, some of the episodes that you've been able to be a guest on other people's shows, it was always like y'all connected and it was a natural fit that you were like, Hey, I'd love to have you on my show. You know? So it's like this, just this, all these incredible things that can come out of it. So you just never know where the relationship on podcasting can take you. So I want you to talk a little bit more because yeah, that your initial retreat that you're having this fall will have happened when we air this episode, but it's something you are thinking about doing again. And you just, you have really a kind of a cool concept going on to get people together in small groups. So talk a little bit about what you're, what you're thinking about, what you are doing now, because I think it's good just to go ahead and tell them. Um, and then what you're thinking about in the future, in case anybody might be interested in, in hooking up with you for more information. Sure. So we are in a few weeks, we're going to be hosting our first retreat. It's called the focus retreat Focus is an acronym for family organization, uh, confidence, you like your personal, uh, strategy and then strategy. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point of that was within this mastermind group, when we were meeting once a month and kind of just really speaking into each other's ministries and business and all of that, there were a lot of common issues that we were all dealing with. And so we thought, you know, wouldn't it be great? Cause we can't be the only four, right. Mm-hmm. To have a, a more of an intimate setting, more of a retreat setting, not a conference mm-hmm. where we could kind of, um, address these, have some workshops, but also have a lot of downtime, really kind of speak life into these women, encourage them, give them some resources, but also the time to themselves that they need to refocus. And so that's what we did. We will have have hosted our first one. Like I said, when this airs, this is going to be something we're going to be doing annually. And so what I decided to do with Life on Purpose to kind of expand it with offering that space for women in their own ministries. So mm-hmm. although this one is collectively with the four of us, um, it's Jennifer Ford Berry, myself, Lori Beth Aldridge, and Becky Kopinski, this would be an opportunity for anybody looking to connect with their group of like-minded women. And uh, you know, either me coming in as speaking confidence and, and giving them some tools and resources at the event itself, or if they want to just have their own people and, and do something like that. So the goal really is more of a more intimate setting. It's more of a laid back setting, still getting, you know, packed full with resources and leaving energized and all of that great stuff, but not necessarily just like one uh, one workshop to the next where it's like full days or scheduled in and all of that. So we're really excited. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be 
from what we've heard from women, I think that the conferences are amazing, right? I've mm-hmm. been to yeah. multiple conferences. You and I have connected at a conference. Mm-hmm. It's just something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that what we've heard a lot of women say is it would be nice sometimes to just break with that smaller group because I don't know if anybody else has done this, but, and I, and you and I did this when we were at a conference together back in Nashville last year, is that you end up finding your little group of people and sticking with them anyway for like those certain days that you're there. And so how great would it be to just have your group initially and just be with your group for those select Mm -hmm. days? So that's the environment that we wanted to really create and really offer that. Um, And so that's what I'm kind of doing with Life on Purpose in addition to meeting with this group and doing the focus retreat once a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And this is in Kentucky, Amy's retreat, yes. right? Retreat location on the lake in Kentucky. So it sounds amazing. I can't wait to go check it out myself. And and I love that, you know, because I I know I love conferences too, Amy. And I know like some of the the really big ones I've been to, I always felt like at the end, it was like, you're so exhausted, yeah. but yet you want to try to figure out how to apply what you've learned, you know? And so you, we always used to joke about, you know, we would go to the big conference, like in North Carolina. And it was like, we next, like we always said, like next year, we're going to tack on a beach little beach trip at the end of it to just go relax for a couple of days and unwind and then bounce ideas off of each other. And I love that this would be a perfect way to do that. It doesn't have to be tacked onto a conference, but it's like, you know, you go to all these conferences, even on these online summits, you know, if you don't travel or whatever, there's just, you're just constantly bombarded with so much content and so much ideas. And it's so nice to just kind of slow down and be able to, if you want to bounce ideas off of each other, or if you do just truly want to just chill out, it could be either one. Um, at your retreat. So yeah, I'm so excited to see how God uses that for sure. Oh, Amy, this has been so good. So will you let listeners know how they can connect with you online? Sure. So you can connect with me at amydebrick.com. I know the last name sounds daunting to find, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's really, it's really not that hard. Everything's on there. I have a confidence course on there. There's coaching slots available. And then I'll be posting opportunities for retreats coming in 2024 or slots for dates for for people who want to um, sign up for that as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, great. I'll put links to all that in the show notes for sure. Well, thanks, Amy. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Oh, gosh, y'all. Don't you love Amy's heart for podcasting? Be sure to check out her Life on Purpose show, her emboldened book, and her confidence coaching. And hey, if Book Marketing Mania is helping you to build your audience and market your book, I hope you'll leave a quick review of the show to let others know it can bring them value too. Thanks for tuning in today. I can't wait to serve you on the next episode. And as always, I'll be there for you to help you build your audience and market your book one podcast at a time. See you then.